Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Temper Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60 month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Time to play the game. Time to play the game. <laughs> it may be the nighttime, but the sports talk doesn't stop. Sports talk radio that's live, local, and not for the faint of heart. Oh, you didn't know? Sometimes angry. Loud noises! Telling it like it is. You insulted him a little bit. You got a little out of order yourself. And pretty much always right. Don't ever argue with the big dog. Big dog is always right. Text or call 404-741-0929 and be part of the show. Well, we're waiting. Live from the Kia Studios, it's time for the John Chuckery Show. Serving you up sports on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. And welcome into Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Yes, it is time for the John Chuckery Show. Hanging out with you here in the Kia Studios on this Wednesday evening. We're with you for the full three. We ask you to download the Odyssey app. We know you're not in the car as much. You want to listen in. Put the Odyssey app on one of your devices today. You can use your smartphone. You can use your Alexa speakers. You can use your tablets. You can use your Roomba. You can use your Commodore 64. You can use your Game Boy. Whatever your device is, just download it on something to be able to catch us when you're on the go. Social media is at 929thegame on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And as always, best way to be a part of the show, follow us on our personal Twitter pages. I am at JMCH316. That is your water cooler talking points three to six months in advance of anybody else that is out there. Producing the show, as always, he's had a nice little break from me, he's kind of gotten his mind right on everything. I wouldn't say got my mind right, but I did have a nice little break from you, yes. Well, listen, uh, Oren is uh, in the house, at Oren uh, Romaine. Oren, how was, uh, we haven't caught up for a while, how was uh, Thanksgiving and all that good stuff? Thanksgiving was cool. Uh, my mom is down here now, so mm-hmm. it was her. And she's permanent down here permanent now, Permanent right? down yes. here now, yeah. So her and uh, my in-laws went over to their house on so my wife's family. Uh, Franklin, little Franklin, got to have real Thanksgiving food this year, which he thoroughly enjoyed. So no, it was a it how was much a great did he time. eat? How much did he throw? Uh, he well, let's say the like seventy percent of it went down. He ate seventy percent of it, and thirty percent <laughs> of it hit the floor. So I, you know, I was saying to, to Dukes and Bell that I, I've been around Colony Square. Here lately, because they want to come up and say hey. Well, last I've Tuesday, been here for the past three weeks every oh, night. Oh, absolutely, listen, and that's good because uh, you got to earn your check. Um, but last Tuesday we had my daughter's fifteenth birthday, and you know we were looking at so we were, we did um, 
Pont City Market last year. She likes to go downtown and eat somewhere and all that kind of stuff. So I showed her like uh, showed her the website for Saints and Council uh, over here. And those guys listen into the show. I know they're big Dukes and Bell listeners. They listen to me as well. They've called in and, and talked about you know listening and, and they give us shout outs on the weekend stuff like that. But that place that's the first time I've been there. That place is phenomenal. Phenomenal food. Service was outstanding. Can't say enough good things about Saints and Council for my daughter's 15th birthday. Was it just you and her, or did she have some friends with no, her? No, she had two friends uh, with her. So we had three girls and, and daddy, and uh, everything was outstanding. They were very accommodating on the menu and, and kind of tweaking it and just everything about the experience. I don't have a bad thing to say about them. That, that place was phenomenal. And then Thanksgiving dinner, uh, my daughter and I came down here to Five Church. They had okay. a whole big buffet. Oh, and nice. uh, oh, it was outstanding. Listen, pork loin, turkey, ham, prime rib, all kinds of sides. Let me tell you what my favorite side was: the chorizo stuffing. When uh, you do fancy things to stuffing, mm-hmm. or excuse me, I call it dressing. When you do fancy things to dressing, it's a uh, it's it's a favorite of mine. I make this one. It's a uh, it's a uh, sausage and. Uh, and cheese. Yeah, stuffing is what happens on the weekends afterward in L.A. We are six huh? minutes in, dude. Oh. <laughs> it is 7.06. Well, I mean, it, 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 7.06. And, and 14 seconds. So we've got that going for us. No. Um, it, listen, I, that was outstanding. Um, a really good time. Really enjoyed uh, coming down here. And uh, had a couple of great meals. And can't say, I mean, listen, I've been to Five Church before. They do a phenomenal, phenomenal job. Um, that was a fun, you know, buffet, and they were packed. Like they were, they were turning them over. We ate about three, three fifteen, three thirty, and they were just churning them all day long. Could you do there. take home too, or was it just what you had to have there? No, no, you just did. what you what you have there. But I mean, I had five or six plates, so I mean, I was Damn, good to Chuck. Go. I mean, listen, that prime rib was outstanding. I kept going back for more and more prime rib, and that okay. chorizo, that chorizo dressing or stuffing, dressing. whatever you want to call it. I mean, it was outstanding. I mean, nice. that's I'm 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 a big chorizo guy. Like I love chorizo tacos and burritos. Chorizo and is that. a that's a that's a great taco. Absolutely, taco protein. Yes. Yep, absolutely. So uh, so we had a phenomenal time there um, as well. So it's been a busy week. I mean, it's been a busy week here. You know, for my travails and you know tribulations here. at at uh, Colony Square, so uh, so lots of fun times, but um, we got a lot. To, <coughs> excuse me, a lot to get into with you here um, this evening. We will talk to our friend of the show, Tori McElhaney. She's going to join us in about uh, thirty-five minutes from right now. We will uh, obviously look at Falcons and Jets coming up. Um, what a difference that this matchup looks like today versus what it was going to look like at the beginning of the season, right? I mean, it's. Who's this? Who's this guy? Uh, Susan Boyle. That's the that's the quarterback for them. She's gonna no, sing. No, that's the huh? that's the the lady from uh, America's Got or was it? Yeah, America's Got Talent. No, not not Susan Boyle. No, her voice did not match everything. But anyway, it, yeah. But you know, well, Tim Boyle's talent is a massive fact that he's in the NFL. Yeah, so. yeah. That's uh, is he gonna sing for us? I mean, maybe he'll maybe he'll sing a song. Um, so this this game looks completely different from what it was gonna be at the beginning of the season. But, you know, we'll talk. We're going to get into a discussion about something here that I'm going to open up the phone lines to y'all. But um, obviously a big win for the Falcons. I mean, look, they're 5-6. and six. Um, We'll talk about where the placement is 
all time in the NFL because I've got a good stat from the NFL on CBS about where this division is. But look, they're five and six. They're in first place, maybe comfortably. I mean, as you know, crazy as that is, you know, to say. And this is another winnable game. They don't have they don't have a team above five hundred the rest of the year. Not that we're going to have many teams above five hundred to start with, but they don't have a team above five hundred the rest of the year. And you got Carolina who fired their head coach. And how about that interview with Tepper? Whew. All you had to do was not say C.J. Stroud's name that entire interview, that press conference. That's all. Just yeah. talk about why the coach is gone. Talk about how much faith you have in Bryce Young going forward and keep it moving. All you had to do was not say any other quarterback's name that got drafted the past year. And, and it was and David Tepper failed. And, and they were and, and he was trying to diagnose it in a way that just it, it came across ridiculous the way that he was breaking it down. I mean not not even just the idea of Stroud and Young and all that kind of stuff. The way he was breaking it down. Um so look, uh they're a disaster. They're the worst franchise in the NFL by far. But you look at the rest of the schedule, it's dreadful. Like the teams that they have are dreadful in a word. That, that's the way you can describe the final, what, seven games or sorry, six games that the Falcons have. The teams are going to play are absolutely dreadful. By the way, what is it? They would host a home playoff game against the Cowboys. Against the boys, yeah. Yeah, against the Cowboys right now. So, um, so look, uh, it is what it is. Um, big win. They're back in first. We'll talk to Tori McElhaney coming up here at uh, 740. Uh, we'll talk to our buddy Chip Towers coming up at 820 this evening. Obviously, Georgia, Alabama. And, and I still think that this is the, you know, outside of the three playoff games, this is the biggest game in all of college football. There's no rivalry bigger. There's no conference championship that's bigger. Um, This has been for years, arguably the most important game played in college football because you would have two national championship caliber teams. You know, again, when it was the BCS era and some of those things, when it wasn't guaranteed, you know, a four-team playoff or, you know, again, it was only guaranteed that one team against the number two team in the computers and all that. But this has been arguably, you know, one of the most important games in the history of college football on an annual basis. And this is the two best teams in the SEC. Um, you know, look, I don't think the playoff is that complicated. Florida State wins, they're in. Michigan will win. They'll beat Iowa. Um, and I know Iowa's got some things. Oh, okay, they're going to beat the daylights out of Iowa. They're in the playoff. Um and Georgia finds a way to win. I think they're in the playoff. If they lose, I still think there's a possibility that Georgia and Alabama make the playoff. If your only loss is to SEC champion Alabama and the cachet that they have, I still think there's a definite possibility that Georgia gets in the playoff. So again, I think Florida or sorry, uh, Florida State, Michigan, Georgia, I think those teams win and then you have to sort out what the Pac-12 is going to be. And that, by the way, will take place on Friday night. So we'll see what, uh, what happens there. And by the way, I'm seeing more and more mocks that have Bo Nix going to the Atlanta Falcons because of where they're drafting. Because right now the Falcons draft 19th, and that's because of being the division champion. More and more people are having Bo Nix to the Falcons. I don't want Bo Nix. I, I, no thanks. 
No thanks. But we'll see what happens on Saturday. We'll talk to Chip Towers. A very intriguing matchup. Maybe these are two teams that aren't as good as what they've been in the past, but this is still the two best teams in the SEC, and I don't, I don't know that it's even really close. I mean, Georgia's hands down the, the, you know, best team in the SEC East. Like it's not. I don't even know if you could have an all-star team that could beat the University of Georgia at that point. So we'll see. Um, Hawks got blown out last night. How's that going so far? What they're they're what what are they or now? They're uh, five or six games above five hundred for the year. They are one game uh-huh. under five hundred for the. They oh. managed to have they have a better record on the road right now than they did at home. They're they're eight and nine on the season and just lost by twenty five to get knocked out of that uh, Fakakta playing tournament. How, it, so it's just coaching, right? If we just if we just have a better coach, things will work themselves out. Is that is that what the story is now? I mean, huh. What? A month ago, uh, that was the answer uh, uh, to the question, uh, yeah. Uh, 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 yeah. Yeah. God, this is. Yeah, it, it's just, look, say what you will. There's a, a long There's a long way to go. They're 20% through the season. So they're a fifth of the way through the season. But they're 8-9. Like, how, how? They're 10th in the East. 10th. 10th in the East. It's about to be rough for a little while, too, because arguably, like, outside of Trey and DeJounte, your most consistent player, Jalen Johnson, is going to be out for, like, a Four month and a half weeks, yeah, yeah. With, the, with the wrist injury. So, <sighs> And then you have to play now A.J. Griffin more minutes. And <laughs> Steve in the broadcast last night made a comment about A.J. Griffin hasn't hit a shot in the last two games. And if he's not hitting shots, he's not good enough out there defensively to – to yeah. justify keeping him out there 16, 17 minutes. Like, what do you do if you can't hit shots then, AJ? He doesn't do enough other things to elevate the Hawks to win, like his passing or his defense or this or that, if he's not shooting the threes and, and scoring the basket. But, again, it's it's working out well. It's all coaching, right? That, that, it, it's all it, – it, if we just get the right coach in here, everything will clear itself up, Right. What what's our record right now? We're we're like six games above five hundred. It's eight and nine. Huh? We're five and four on the road. Oh, wait a second. I I, I saw I, I saw that the leader in the East is fourteen and four. Is that not us? Uh, no, we haven't. Huh? We, we played more games. We played one less game than that though, Chuckery. Oh, okay. They played eighteen games. We played seventeen games. Oh, so okay. That's that, the difference. There's the difference. Yeah, it's mathematics. Okay. All right. But just coaching. I mean, just if we just get the right coach in here, everything will work itself out. So, okay. Anyway, I have worked several Hawks games these past weeks since you haven't had shows. The Indiana game was just inexplicable. Yeah, of man. course. Like, I you, mean, there, there's the, been a few of those. The, it was the seventh time in NBA history that a team scored 150 points and lost. It's like they 180 scored, and seven. They scored 152. And lost by five points. They lost. They were up 20 in that yeah. game. Up 20. Yeah. And they still lost. Well, listen, if you just get a better coach in here, that's that's all it means. They're scoring, huh? though, man. Hey, it's, it's fun to watch yeah, them score. Yeah, they've always been able to score. It's fun to watch how, them how, score. How's their defense been? How, how much better are they on defense this year? What what they give up? 128 last night out of Donovan Mitchell. It is a very telling uh. thing right now. Uh. When yeah. Trey Young is arguably one of your better defenders yeah. on the floor. I mean, uh, listen, Trey's been really good. Trey was really good last year. All right, here we go. 404-726-0929. Why can't we get Kyle Pitts to dominate? 
Whose fault is it that Kyle Pitts can't dominate? I'm going to break down the numbers. We'll talk about that next. Chuck Reed hanging out in the Kia Studios Wednesday night with you. Sports Radio 929 The Game, Odyssey.com app. When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Sports Radio 92.9. The game back at a Chuckery show. Hanging out here in the Key Studios on this Wednesday evening with you. All right, we're going to open up the phone lines to you. 404-726-0929. Take your phone calls or no. Answer the phone back there. Here's the question that, that I'm asking. Okay, Arthur Smith was talking a lot about in the Monday presser and all this kind of stuff about Kyle Pitts and his usage and all these different kinds of things. And when I was listening to it, you know, when they were talking about, well, he's got the second most targets on the team and this, that, and the other. Okay, relatively speaking, though, That's like being the tallest midget. That's like getting voted nicest guy on death row. That's what that is. When when we're talking about targets for the Falcons or this or that or whatever like that, this is supposed to be a guy who dominates at his position, the freakish athlete and this, that, and the other. Okay? Here is the pace that Kyle Pitts is on for this season, 93 targets. And look, I said that he was not going to have the, the massive amount of targets. He had 110 targets his first year. I thought that number was not going to happen because, again, you were going to have fluctuating quarterbacks. Now, part of it is last year he got hurt. He had 59 targets in the 10 games that he played in. He's got 60 targets in the 11 games that he's played in. So he's on pace for 93 targets, 57 receptions, 682 yards. Now, I could live with those numbers if you told me this number was going to be different. He's on pace for one and a half touchdowns. One and a half. The actual number is 1.54. He's got one Touchdown. 
Remember when everybody complained about Julio Jones not catching touchdowns? Julio had 20 touchdowns his first three years. And by the way, his third year, he only played five games. Where does the blame lie? How much is coaching? How much is quarterbacks? How much is Kyle Pitts himself? How much is the idea of Kyle Pitts doesn't get enough separation, doesn't change up the game? This is the highest draft pick the Falcons have had, I believe, since Matt Ryan. Am I cor- Does that sound right? Matt was taken third in the draft. Pitts was taken fourth. Is this the highest draft pick the Falcons have had since we got our franchise borderline Hall of Fame quarterback? Because it's fascinating. I don't think he's a bad player. But do I think that he's a unicorn, a game-changing player? You know, Travis Kelsey, when he had Alex Smith, was first team all pro. Not not when he had Mahomes and all that and Hawking all. He was first team all pro even when he had Alex Smith out there. So where does the blame lie in all of this? You know, 93 targets is not a bad number. But how can you have 93 targets and be on pace for less than two touchdowns? Why do other teams throw it up for grabs to their best players and we don't throw it up for grabs? Like, what is the difference about him than every other dominant pass catcher? I don't care what position. You can talk about Kelsey. You can talk about Justin Jefferson. Whatever positional guy, their job is to catch passes and score touchdowns. So what's the difference? Why why is so why are things so different for him? He's had four catches the last two games. And again, Desmond Ritter, if you look, he right now Pitts has the lowest drop rate of his uh, percentage rate of his career, 1.7. Now he's also got the lowest uh receptions uh, uh y- yards per reception of his career. His catch percentage is only 61-7. That's his lowest in his career of his three years. Why can this guy not? When we see Drake London make these big-time catches over the middle of the field, when we see B. John Robinson get free from people and get mismatches, but we don't ever see that out of Kyle Pitts. 404-726-0929. Let's grab uh, Phil out in Madison. What's going on, Phil? Hey, I'm driving between Madison and Athens, actually. Listen, I think the Falcons have messed up their draft philosophy. It's like they um, drafted a bunch of Ferraris to compete in a tractor pool instead of drafting a bunch of tractors. Well, I listen, so now, I, 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 I get that. And, and look, by the way, Panay Sewell has the highest run-blocking grade in the NFL. Does anybody know that? Oren, do you know that? 
Panay Sewell has the highest run blocking grade in the NFL right now. I assumed it was high, but I, I guess I know his running grade yeah. is how, the highest now. How about this? He's had some problems in pass protection. He has the highest run blocking grade. How would he look with Lindstrom and him standing side by side? So I, I, I don't disagree, but this is supposed to be somebody who changes up the dynamic of the game. Let's grab Mel out in southwest Atlanta. What's going on, Mel? You know, it's been a while since I, since I talked to you. Yeah, I mean, how are you calling Stakey? I to you when you came on, and now you're talking about my favorite topic, this coach. I really don't want to call her name, but I know he, he's a coach for, uh, for the Falcons. I think, you know what? I think he thinks the fans in this city is Stephen Wonder. Don't put it in there. Listen, to, listen to, to you right now talking about, you don't even know the ball pits. How can you say he got uh, uh, nine tosses? But he don't even, he don't, when he's down there in the red zone, he don't even try to throw the ball to pits. Yeah, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. To, to you, kind of, kind of criticize Pitt, but he don't even get the discord. Don't even kind of throw the ball to him. So okay, so uh, uh, hold on, Mel, Mel. So none of this is on Kyle Pitts. Then that's what you're telling me. Uh, n- well, none, of, none, none, none of this is on it's Kyle like Pitts. The game Sunday. He had, they were running the ball all the way down to, uh, to, uh, to the red zone. And he had a nerve. I'm talking. I'm talking. I'm talking about right before halftime. And he wanted to bring the quarterback for the interception, but they were they were running the ball all the way down before okay, halftime. Okay, but that, that's a separate. That, that's a separate discussion. Stay on topic. Why doesn't Kyle Pitts dominate the way that other pass catchers do? You mean to tell me that that's all coaching? That it's been three years. And we haven't seen him dominate but three times? I mean, I'm sorry, but again, at, at what point do we start putting some of this at the feet of Kyle Pitts? Ken out in Swanee. What's going on, Ken? Man, what's going on, Turkey? How you feeling, man? Good, buddy. You, know, you gotta you. love you, you gotta love Mel. You gotta love Mel. Oh, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um let, let me, I, I gotta touch on the quarterback on this, man, because what merit did they use, you know, to just say, hey, where is our guy going to the offseason? Because I think they've been deceiving us, man. I think we've been deceived about what he is and isn't. Because, what, Kyle Pitts had his best year with, what, Matt Ryan on the center, right? Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden he just dropped off. So, so honestly, that's how I feel. I feel like the regime has – they have deceived us about what Ritter is and isn't. He isn't a guy that's going to elevate everyone's play around him, but he is a guy – it's going to turn the ball over at an alarming rate. How can we win with that? Well, uh, how about – so here, here's an interesting stat for you. Do you know that um, Jalen Hurts and Desmond Ritter have the most come-from-behind victories in the NFL this year? Hmm. I mean, I, and, I, and again, it, it, and I, I understand, but, but mm-hmm. let me put it like this. We see Bijan dominate at times. We see even mm-hmm. Drake London dominate at times. Mm-hmm. How often do we ever see Kyle Pitts dominate? The, the, again, I, I, is he not the highest draft pick 
they have had for this franchise since Matt Ryan? Man. Well, Falcons, they they want to pound the they, they they're running you know a ground and pound team, right? I think they didn't get ready to trade with Pitts for a better run blocking tight end who can also catch when he needs to. Well, I mean it, it's it's a it's a conundrum because again, this is a guy that if you're going to really move forward offensively, you have to have him be the trap. And I keep going back to Kelsey because again, when you get when you draft a guy that high. The expectation is he has the kind of production that those guys have. Let's grab uh, Sam out in College Park. What's going on, Sam? Hey, you know what? Um, I told people on draft night, this was a horrendous, horrendous, horrendously bad, not just pick, but a horrendously bad idea. Who's, who reboots their franchise with a tight end? Especially at the time when you had no offensive line, you had no quarterback, you had no running game, and you hired a head coach who was a one-dimensional play caller whose offense featured the best running back in football. I could have called plays for Derrick Henry. So, so the, whole, the, whole, the whole process is bad. What is the team's identity? This whole idea of we'll just draft the, the best available players, what is your philosophy? Do these players fit what it is you're trying to do? Kyle Pitts clearly does not. And even if he did, what production do you expect out of a tight end, again, when there's no offensive line around him at the time, there's no quarterback, and there's no receiving threats on the outside, Calvin Ridley, who's not here anymore, and you had no running game. Three years later, you have a horrible coach, and you had a, a general manager who was hired after the coach, so there's no plan in place at all. Drafting Kyle Pitts will, at fourth overall will go down as one of the most horrendous, horrendous draft day decisions in the history of the NFL, and I told the world that the day they picked him. Appreciate the phone call. Let's go to Zoe out in College Park as we wrap up. What's going on, Zoe? Hey, John. What's up, Chuck? How's it going, buddy? I, I uh, Real quick, I, I'm a season ticket holder. It drives me crazy to see that one of our biggest needs as a pass rusher, that we keep watching John Pierre and people get off, you know, to other teams when we know, okay, let's go, go to the Kyle Pitts situation. Kyle Pitts just don't have that dog. He don't have that dog in him. Julio had that dog in him. Even when his feet were bothering him, he wanted to be on the field. He wanted to dominate, just like you keep using the word dominate. Tony Gonzalez, this guy supposed to have been, he touted, he touted, they touted us that he was this huge physical guy. I watched the interview. He's too polished. Then you come to a team with an owner who wants guys to be like choir boys. You want the dog to be toned down, take the dog out of him. Football is a barbaric sport. You want somebody who wants him eat their lunch once I cross the white lines. Kyle Pitts don't have that. He's, he's physical. I mean, big, a specimen, and he's got a talent. But does he have that? Even Drake shows some dog. I want to dominate. I want to be the top receiver. Kyle don't show that. Appreciate and it's like you can't. Yeah, appreciate the phone call. I, look, Jonu Smith's had a better year than what Kyle Pitts has had. Jonu Smith has been more impactful than what Kyle Pitts has had. And Jonu Smith had his best years under Arthur Arthur Smith when he was in Tennessee. Did I tell you that Panay Sewell has the highest run-blocking grade of any lineman in the NFL? Did I tell you that, Oren, that, that he's, he's number one run-blocker? Oh, okay. Anyway. All right. Friend of the show, Tori McElhaney, will join us up next. Chuck Green, the Kia Studios. Sports Radio, 929 The Game, the Odyssey.com app. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. 
We have America's largest 5G network. So whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart-healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at HERO.CO. Sports Radio 92.9, the game back at a Chuckery show, hanging out in the Kia studios on this Wednesday evening with you. 404-726-0929, Solomon Brothers, Diamond Text Line to be a part of this show. Well, obviously, big win for the Atlanta Falcons, and uh, now another very winnable game. I mean, every game is very winnable the rest of the way here because there are no winning record teams right now on the Falcons' schedule. So we will see what happens as uh, the Jets uh, and Falcons will hook up uh, on Sunday. Tori McElhaney, she's joining me here on the WadeFord.com hotline. She covers all things Atlanta Falcons for AtlantaFalcons.com. You can check out all of her great work at Tori underscore McElhaney. Tori, as always, my friend, appreciate a few minutes uh, on the show. As uh, that was, you know, as Arthur Smith said, that was a much, much needed win on Sunday to break that three game losing streak. No, it absolutely was. I mean, coming out of not just the losing streak, but kind of coming out of the bye week, and, you know, you want to feel better because for the last month, the Falcons haven't been feeling pretty good because they've been stacking L's, not W's. So, yeah, this is a this is an important one, not just I think for morale, but obviously to keep the conversation around the NFC South flowing. Because I think if you lose to the Saints coming out of the bye week and you're on a four game skid at that point, I mean, you feel very very differently about what the rest of your season could look like. 
You know, Tori, um, the big thing, I, I guess the, the big takeaway for me on Sunday was the fact that they got to what I think is Falcons playing personality, and that's running the football. 5.6 mm-hmm. yards per carry, 228 yards uh, on 41 attempts. That's Falcons football. And, and I, I know teams are loading up and this and that and whatever like that, but you know, at times I do feel like that we have gotten away from what our personality is and what we do best. Why do you think that is? Like, why, why have we seen at times guys have to, you know, whether it's Heineke, whether it's Desmond Ritter, quarterback, you know, throwing the football 35 times, 38 times. Teams don't, I mean, I, I don't care if you're the best quarterbacks in the league. Teams don't win when you throw it 40 times a game. You've got to be more balanced than that. No, yeah, you absolutely do. And I think what was really interesting is every single time you heard comments from opposing defenses, they were kind of saying the same thing. We're going to make the Falcons beat us through the air. We're going to make Desmond Ritter beat us with his arm. And and that was something that I vividly remember Aiden Hutchinson saying with Detroit. That was almost a direct quote from him. So, yeah, they were trying to, as teams were, you know, watching more and more film on the Falcons and understanding who they are in comparison to 2021, 2022, you're like, okay, this is a team that wants to dominate at the line of scrimmage. And and defenses are really trying to take that away. And I think what was really interesting about this past game is – the way the the offense operated for the Falcons finally looked a bit like what I thought it was going to look like when you have guys like Cordero Patterson, Tyler Algier, and Bajon Robinson at your disposal in the backfield. I think for a long time we've been talking about the fact that this is a three-headed monster in the backfield and that you can use these running backs in so many different ways and you can have them play off of each other, et cetera, et cetera. But really and truly, I, how much have we seen that to this point? Not not really a lot. And, you know, I understand that Cordero Patterson was, you know, had the hamstring injury at the beginning of the year. He wasn't probably even back to 100% until well into probably week five, week six. And and then, you know, Bajon Robinson, he has the illness down in Tampa Bay, so you can't use him then. And, uh, it, and then it's a lot of pressure on Tyler Algier to carry the rock. I mean, it was just – it didn't – the run game did not look the way that I thought it was going to look. But this past Sunday, it finally did. It finally clicked. And you got to give credit where credit is due with this offensive line and, and the way that they really were moving the line of scrimmage almost at, at will. This was probably the best performance I've seen from this offensive line running the ball specifically, and, and especially against a guy like Cam Jordan on the other side. Tori McElhaney from AtlantaFalcons.com joining me here on the WaitFor.com hotline. And, and I know there are some people that don't want to believe in this, but Desmond Ritter is getting better. But it's yeah. still that one or two plays that, you know, the, the, the saying about one bad apple spoils the whole bunch? Right. It, it's that one or two kinds of plays that distract you from all of the things that he is growing and learning to do. And that's what's frustrating because I believe in Desmond Ritter. I'm a huge Desmond Ritter fan. He was my favorite draft pick from from the previous year. But it's those one or two plays that he makes that you're like, oh, if he just took away those plays, I mean, he would be exactly the kind of quarterback that this team needs. Right. And I mean, this is not a new conversation either. I remember having this exact conversation. I don't know if it was with you or or with somebody else after the Tampa Bay game. That's a game that they won. 
But Desmond Ritter had three turnovers inside the 20 mm-hmm. in that game. and But they win the game, and they move the ball really well, except when they get inside the red zone. And it's like, if those things, if you take those specific moments, those fumbles out of the equation, you feel very, very differently about the Falcons in Tampa Bay. You feel very, very differently about Desmond Ritter when he played in that game. And I think that's kind of been the theme for the last few months. I mean, I'm, we're only – what two three months into the season but this has been a this has been a theme and that's something that for Desmond Ritter to get to where he wants to get to where this Falcons offense needs him to get to that's what needs to change taking care of the football and you know there are a lot of variables that I think you know go into these turnovers and I don't think every single turnover is the fault of Desmond Ritter I think there are, I, I like to think that there are a lot of nuances that sometimes we don't even know we don't know what he's being asked to do but yes for the most part, it really is a situation where if the Falcons can hold on to the football, if Desmond Ritter specifically can hold on to the football and keep mistakes and turnovers limited, that doesn't mean you're never going to make mistakes. But if you, if they're not as glaring mistakes as these turnovers have been, then you do feel differently, I think, about what he's doing with this offense because they are. They're moving the ball, and they're moving the ball well. But – almost not it feels for not if you can't punch it into the end zone Tori a couple of things that stood out to me when I'm when I'm researching my numbers and looking at different things the Falcons have the third best red zone defense in the NFL right now and and the other Mm -hmm. number that really stands out to me is they have the sixth best third down defense now third down defense has been a disaster over the last couple of years especially on some of those thirds and longs that, that those teams have had, what do you kind of attribute that they – their numbers, if you look at their overall numbers, they're like 14th in scoring, 11th in total year. They don't have gaudy numbers across the board, but the gaudy numbers are their red zone defense and their third down defense. What do you kind of attribute the changes for how good they've been, especially in those two areas versus over the last couple of years? I honestly think it's a mentality and it's something that I know we're talking about this year, but this is actually something that I even noticed towards the back end of last year too. the back end of last year, even though this team was, this defense was giving up a lot of yards, they weren't giving up a lot of touchdowns. I think if you look in the last eight games that they played last year, they were giving up on average, I want to say less than like 23, 22, 21 points per game and and that's kind of something that we continue to see into this year the difference with this year I think is that third down component I do believe that they they're really turning things on and I'll say this too I think that and I don't know I don't have the numbers right in front of me to to really back it up but I, I do think that they're putting more pressure on the offenses that they're facing because they are getting them in third and long situations and so third and long situations are usually more beneficial for a, a defensive game plan. So I, I think it's a little bit of that, but more than anything, I think it really is just this defense being able to almost flip a switch, particularly when they get inside the 20-yard line, and, and to kind of go out and be like, we, we may bend a little, but we're, we're not going to break. And I think that's honestly been a theme of, of this defense, I'm going to say even for the last, year I'd go back to November of last year and I, I started to feel that way at that point I think it's only gotten better as this year has gone on with 
you know, players with some big contracts who are, who are making some big-time plays like Jesse Bates in, in the red zone this past week. Tori, we were having this discussion here just uh, the, in the previous segment, and and I know the I know what Arthur Smith said at the beginning of the week because he was talking about Kyle Pitts and and just the targets and and all this kind of stuff, and he's working his way back in. But uh, you know, we don't see enough of those moments from Kyle Pitts where he is supposed to dominate and. and you know, again, whether it's fair or not fair, you know, we, we look at the, the draft pick status. Look, he's the highest draft pick since Matt Ryan, who was their borderline franchise Hall of Fame, you know, quarterback and all that and stabilized that position for a decade plus, you know, 12, 14 years or whatever like that. But I see that in Drake London with the way he catches the ball in traffic. I see the way Bijan Robinson has that look about him, but I don't see enough of Kyle Pitts. I don't see enough of the Travis Kelsey and and those kinds. Of, look, I'll say I think John U. Smith has had a better year at the tight end, whatever slash position you want to put him in. I think he's had a better year than Pitts, and I know Pitts is coming back from the injury. But just why do we not see more of those kinds of dominant moments from Kyle Pitts? I mean, it's a great question, and I feel like if I had the answer to that, I'd probably be making a lot more money than I make now. But <laughs> I, I say I say that, but when you think about it, I, and I'll, I'll give the benefit of the doubt because I don't know, again, this goes back to the conversation we were having with, about Desmond Ritter, is that I don't know what the play call is. You know, I don't know what the progression is in any given moment of Who's your first read? Who's your second read? Who's your third? And so on and so forth. So in saying that, we I don't know where he is in that chopping block. And so for Kyle Pitts, you, you think the whole reason you get him at number four overall and why he's called the unicorn and why he's, you know, one of the most fascinating and tight ends to ever go through the draft. I mean, all, all of those things that we heard about him going through the pre-draft evaluation process, it's like, the reason you got him was because of the matchup, the mismatches that he presents with defenses. So I, I don't know if maybe defenses are keying up to that. And because the tight end position, I think, has evolved here almost like exponentially in the last five years, if that's maybe not no longer the case. I mean, I don't, I don't know for sure. The only thing I know is, is that there are a lot of moving parts and it's not just like, Oh, well, Kyle Pitts wasn't open there, or Kyle Pitts didn't do this, or Kyle Pitts didn't do that. It's all about the play call, and it's also, I think, this is something that I, I think gets overlooked. Like, Desmond Ritter has he, – he's making the decision. When he's throwing the ball, he's, he's making a conscious decision as to who he is going to, uh, regard, you know, just with the situation at hand and also what the defense is giving him. So – to 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 put like oh why isn't Kyle Pitts doing X Y or Z numbers? I can't answer that because I I just think there's too many there's too many things that one I don't know and two I'm not in the head of Arthur Smith or Desmond Ritter. Well, it's going to be a good test because again this may be the best secondary in the NFL that the Falcons are going up against uh, in the Jets and they maybe have the best cornerback in in all of the NFL so. It will be interesting, but it's certainly a winnable game 
Tori McElhaney covers the Atlanta Falcons for AtlantaFalcons.com. Check her out on her personal Twitter page, at Tori underscore McElhaney. Tori, as always, thank you for a few minutes, and we will chat again very soon. Looking forward to it. Have a good one. You got it. When we get back from the top of the hour, we'll be time for the Falcons flyover. I got a fun stat for Orn about where the Falcons are in this division. I like fun stats. Yes. Well, uh, that's what I give you. Um, that, well, it could be a whole myriad of things. Um, no, oh. it needs to. It better be Falcons okay, related, okay, John Shepard. Okay, it will be. It will be because I've got some other good stuff. Anyway. No, um, no. Huh? What? Okay. All right, and then uh, we'll get to the flyover here in just a few minutes. Chuck Green, Kia Studios. Sports Radio, 929 The Game, Odyssey.com app. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.